Welcome to another episode of the Cybersecurity Happy Hour. I am your host, Christy, and today's topic of the podcast is why do you need cyber risk insurance? One of the things I would like to speak about before I talk about the cyber risk insurance is what happened on the 7th of December. Now, a supermarket chain known as Spa, they have, Spa is a convenient store uh, in the UK and what happened to them they had to close over 2,600 shops and Spa has over a uh, 3 billion in annual turnover they're actually a Dutch chain uh, and kind of globally they have about 13,000 shops and what has happened with Spa Spa has recently been attacked by well a ransomware attack and what's the impact of this is that due to that attack they're unable to process card payments and as a result they can't process card payments then they had to close their stores or the ones that were open had to resort to only taking cash payments and this is one of the few <laughs> to mention a few retail outlets that has suffered um, a cyber attack. Tesco was one of them uh, a few months ago. So this has kind of led me thinking, okay, what sort of liabilities protection do they have in place? And one of the ways of sharing the risk is by using cyber risk insurance. So what is cyber insurance or cyber risk insurance? Well, it's a type of insurance that protects a business from threats such as a, a data breach or it could be a malicious hacking or on a company's computer's infrastructure. Now, this risk can be shared, I said, with a third party insurance company. However, even though the risk is shared, the business is still responsible for the overall cyber security. So if there's a cyber attack, then they have a means of protecting themselves whereby they will not go out of business. Interim, a business can still operate even at a minimal level. So the business will still continue. The business will continue to con Now, what we can see from the SPA cyber breach is that any company, if they're big or small and you are relying on e-commerce or anything on the internet or some kind of software application then of course there's a possibility that a cyber attack can happen why because your data can be hacked your the traffic from source to destination can be interrupted captured accessed by uh, of course unknown entities or, um, or malicious software. The areas of interest for cyber criminals, as we know, are sensitive information uh, or personally identifiable information that is stored on your servers. 
so of course and not just that your uh, credit card information if it's not encrypted a mask following pci data security standards then of course you are open for attack if there is a breach then of uh, that information is harvested and leaked so with the chance of these attacks happening a cyber insurance can support a business after a cyber attack so what does a, a cyber insurance po policy typically covers well it depends on the industry that you're operating common clauses include if there is some sort of interruption a business interruption that could result in a loss of revenue or let's say your computer systems were uh, attacked and your systems were down it sometimes cover those as well if your physical assets were destroyed or they are some sort of system failure might cover social engineering some kind of cost for remediation as well depend on what the organization's highest threats are after they've done assessment of their risks a key thing um, among the insurance cover is legal cost if there's been a data breach there might be some civil litigation and it will help help the organization to cover those legal costs also there might be uh, cover that arise from or arose from failure to maintain that uh, data if you do not make sure that the data is, is kept confidential and using um, encryption or also other sorts of storage and data arrest controls or data in transit controls if they were not adequately to make cover of course if you've breached any laws or relatively compliance within your country of course they're going to come out to investigate at a cost so those costs also may be covered now of course how would you know what you need to be covered as i mentioned before you should conduct uh, a thorough risk assessment on any information that is information that's stored on site as well should be covered as well so a, a, a risk assessment should be done what we're doing why we're doing a risk assessment to want to identify critical assets and to identify weaknesses so we can reduce those risks so what is the cost of cyber insurance how much does it cost now the cost of your cyber insurance may depend on various factors one of it could be the size of your business what is your annual turnover in what industry does your business operate in are you in the financial sector um, do you handle sensitive information have you been breached before and you had insurance before and you've claimed on your insurance is your systems insecure i.e you have been negligent in implementing controls or security updates there are quite um, a range of factors that would have an impact on the cost of insurance also other considerations are would, would you like to uh, include cover for any malicious actions taken by your employees i uh, inside attacks would you consider any sorts of cyber attacks when the cyber attack uh, occurs do you want for example if the cyber attack do you want your insurer to immediately step in 
and support you right from the start or do you want to investigate first and then call him call them in afterwards do you want a standard policy then you can have um, add-ons afterwards do you want the flexibility of do, of doing that that's down to the company of course it's good to have insurance in place but in order for you to choose uh, an insurance insurance company it's good to shop around and compare the various cyber insurance before the organization purchases of course to, to make sure that the company can is able to meet your needs and matches your needs exactly now as well as the insurance what are my five top tips for keep uh, being cyber safe so i always come back to the first thing uh, set unique uh, passwords also it's advised to use a password manager so you can you can implement um, multi-factor authentication tip two ensure that your software is updated regularly so your security updates uh, they must be done automatically or in some instances you will need to touch some test some of those patches but at least recommendation to, you know uh, install them within 14 days of the vendor release and what does that give you it gives you assurance that you are protected so all your information and software and your your data are protected and secure tip three back up your files so ensure that any critical data that will support your business to continue uh, is backed up, not in the same location, off-site somewhere. So you can back up to the cloud, you can back up to your own servers as well. So if there is an attack, you can quick, you can easily restore your data, and that kind of supports uh, business continuity. Now I've mentioned software, but I want to particularly um, on tip four mention browsers. So make sure that your browsers are up to date. And you also have um, a software that can prevent you from going to malicious websites as well. And the final tip, uh, tip five, is be cautious of links, especially malicious links. So educate your staff on not clicking on those links because that is an avenue of travel into your infrastructure so if you follow these are just a few tips there are more of course but i'm just going to concentrate on five tips here you follow some of these uh, and i'm sure you'll be well on your way on securing your information thank you once again for listening to the podcast if you've got any questions please you can send me a message via our instagram page cybersec happy or our Facebook page as well, Cybersecurity Happy Hour Podcast, and all the contact details are in the show notes. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely evening, wherever you are, and goodbye.